everybody would be bodybuilder, but nobody's heavy ass weights. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 64 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your co-host, Chase Myers. Every week, I talk to my best friend, hilarious comedian, down in Louisiana, the one, Josh Watts. Good evening, shitheads. It's your boy, the Mohawk Meat Gasol, a.k.a. the Titanium Tank of the Dirty South. This week, we want you to like and subscribe. This button is right fucking there. Tell your dopest, coolest friends to listen to this podcast. If you got a girl you're trying to feel up on a date or something, or a dude you're trying to grab his dick on a date, put on our podcast. Everybody gets in the mood listening to Buckets of Duckets, all right? Put it on. You will guarantee to get a hard pussy or a wet dick, whichever one you're after. Or both. Whatever. Oh. Uh, like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Go to our website. I think we still have a website with stuff on it. You go there, BucketsofDuckets.com, and write a review. Tell us we're fucking great. Hold on. All right. Now tell us we're fucking great. Now tell us. You, you bitches complain about that rocket being backwards. I, I swear to God, if y'all say something about that rocket after everything we just went through. I'll quit this fucking podcast right, right, right now. today. Right now. Right today. I'll just and start going. What you I'll, gonna go work on, <laughs> I'll go work on Dax Shepard's podcast. Y'all can't do shit. What you going to do? about that? You going to listen to Dax Shepard podcast? Nope. You sure nope. as fuck ain't? So no Good more getting a wet dick over there. Huh? <laughs> Let's see how hard your puss gets over there. Exactly. Did chips make your pussy hard? I don't think so. We know it didn't. We know it didn't. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Let's go to prison. Got your dick wet? I don't think it did. (laughs) I forgot that was a movie. I heard a story about Dak Shepard recently that he, like, there was a a PA on a set that he was recording a show and she was driving out of the lot and it's like five miles an hour because it's a the lot of a studio. Yeah. And he like swerved in front of her, slammed on his brakes and got out and yelled at her for driving too slow. And like she was his assistant on the show like five minutes before she he was yelling yeah. at her. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. She was Just, on a podcast. I like it. I believe nah, it. nah, he's a fucking asshole. I uh, I like that whenever uh, people can't act for five minutes <laughs> like they're not better than somebody. <laughs> he I mean, I get it. He can't have one inconvenience in his life. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think your Civic belongs in front of this Ferrari? Going so slow. Do you know who the fuck I... Do you remember Punk? That was me, bitch. Me. That was me. And... What other people, but it was me. It was also me. I was there. Some people. I think married I to that girl forget. from Frozen. Everybody likes her. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. Uh, I'm trying to listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's interesting it. because uh, I think he does have like a good guy thing. So I'm glad that uh, that's falling. Nah, dude. I heard. He, I heard. Look, I heard. It's <laughs> just what you heard. This is just what you heard. Hand of God. I heard he regularly pays homeless people to strangle puppies while he jerks off. That's just God what I heard. Damn, he does that. Look, that's look. I don't he know. He does for that, sure, but definitely he does that. But he does that. Wow. Yeah, it's on TikTok. I can't I believe Jack Shepard does it. that. Homeless people. Here's five dollars and a puppy. Strangle it while I get my rocks off every time. He said it to me once. I was like, I'm not homeless. Can Jack I still do Shepard. It Dax <laughs> Shepard, why are you in this Home Depot? Dax <laughs> Shepard, you can't spend more than $5 for me to 
Take a puppy life? That's, that's a cute puppy. You want me to strangle it, it's going to be at least 25. Dak, I mean, uh, negotiation 101. Jesus Christ, man. I left the table. I left the table already, Dak Shepard. Do you think I'm that guy from Idiocracy? Cause Is that I who ain't... you thought I was? Dak Shepard? Because I am not. No deal. No deal. <laughs> Uh, I met. Uh, have you ever met a celebrity and it went the opposite of the way that you thought it would? Let me think about it. Um, I can tell you one right off the bat. Okay, sure. go. I was in the Orlando airport in 2015. Michelle and I were on our way to Disney World for their. We used to go every year as like our anniversary present, and then we had kids and it, kids don't belong at Disney World. Everybody knows that. So yeah, not, you stop going to Disney back. World once you have children. Absolutely. Second, we had kids. We're never going to Disney again, ever. <laughs> I used to hug Winnie the Pooh every time. My kids will never see him. Never. Uh, <laughs> My kids will not know Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> we were in the airport in Orlando, Florida. And I saw Michael, purely sexy Hayes, walking yep. through the parking lot. I'll put the picture right here. And you don't I have like, to. Everybody knows fuck. who you talk about. That's a fucking free bird. And I got to go talk to him. And then I was like, well, you always read about wrestlers and celebrities like not not enjoying getting hassled or talked to in airports because they're traveling. So you don't want to bother them. But in my brain, I was like, how many people are bothering Michael Purely Sexy Hayes in the airport right now? Like he's just standing there like an asshole and nobody's talking to him. Like they don't know that he's a goddamn free bird. So I just walked right over to him. I was like, can I take a picture? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. And then uh, I took a picture with him. And I was like, dude, I've been a, I've been a fan since way back. Like the Freebirds, watching y'all come out to the uh, coming out for the three man tags against Von Erics was like some of the greatest shit in my childhood. And he literally turned around and walked away while I was saying that to him. I was, yeah. I snapped the picture. Was like, I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of you since the '70s, and then he was walking away. And I was like, "Hey, you dumb bitch! Ain't nobody like you anyway, you dirty ass old man." Oh, I'm glad they cut your ponytail off. You weird dressed motherfucker! You ain't Percy Sledge. Why are you wearing a pink suit right now? Get the fuck out of here, you Steve Harvey wannabe motherfucker! I wanted a picture, and I was trying to compliment you. I was—I'm still mad about it. I don't know if it came. I mean, rightfully, rightfully so, rightfully so. I yeah. came home and I smashed every Freebird CD I had. <laughs> what was it like, Freebird USA or something like that? Bad Street, Atlanta, Bad, GA. Yeah. Bad Street in the whole USA. <laughs> We're gonna get copyright called right there for that. He has. Yeah, he just tough. put it for real. Michael Hayes just, just put an, put an album, album out. I'm like, sorry, the people who don't know who we're talking about, but. If you know who we're talking about, you might as well skip ahead 45 Just minutes. Now we're, getting, now we're getting into it. <laughs> Just imagine uh, your <laughs> your most racist uncle who also dressed like Steve Harvey. And I, then, I still, the fact that that dude's name was purely sexy is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, here's his music. 2014 was his last CD. I'm sorry. It was 2014. I mean that that might as well be yesterday. That's crazy. How like right? 2014? Right? That's still that's still a 93 year old man or whatever he is. Like that's still. <laughs> I mean, I bought Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Bands CD. Mm. Did you ever hear that one? No, no, I missed it. 
<laughs> um, I was at the time I was I was more into like like what Macho Man was putting out, you know what I'm saying? So I just totally missed. I don't know if you're I, joking or not, but I bought Macho Man CD and he had a video for Be a Man Hulk and he's rapping all of a sudden. And like, oh, hey, I know. Hey, you're you're still Macho Man. <laughs> Be a man, Hulk. Every, dude, him and Hulk hated each other unless they can make money, and then they were best friends. That's a good deal. And I tell you what, you know how to make friends. You know how to I make wish- money. I can't wait till we split this podcast up and I get to put out a rap album about you. There's nothing I want yeah. more. I, I have wish, so many uh, rhymes for six foot nine. Good God. Travis <laughs> is screwed. I wish some of my enemies were worth the shit so I could make some money, but they all dog shit and they never did nothing. So it's pretty hard to have a fucking rivalry with these bums. <sighs> He's got a point. Who, who nah, I just rap out? Jermaine Jingles? What am I going to say about him? <laughs> I see Jermaine Jingles going to step up. <laughs> I saw huh? you at Open Mic eight years ago. <laughs> huh, Come on. Dead Beats? Huh, dead Beats of Comedy? You going to step up? <laughs> I ain't think Where so. Where the Howlin' Monkey motherfuckers at? Huh? Uh-huh. How about that? Huh? Huh? Hey, Daniel and Allen, where the fuck y'all at? Where y'all been? Talking to strangers? Yeah? <laughs> I don't know if anybody listening to this show remembers that show, our old Chase and Josh talks, the the run we had with Alan and Dan, two yeah. comedians from Baton Rouge that put out a podcast and would invite us on their shows, and we would just shit on them. We would just take just, over the shows, just nonstop. We would just take over their show and shit all over them. <laughs> like I think we would open, like the the podcast would come on, it'd be me and you going like, "What's up, everybody? This is our fucking show." We just took like we would just immediately launch in. And look, These eight shits they, think that they could have us as a guest. <laughs> and attack us on a live show in front of the audience and think you're going to win. Come on, man. Come on. Come on! Upset about it. Uh, we were talking about Swolt Babies. You remember? How could I forget? How could I forget? Yeah, you got a big old Swolt Baby now, right? Dude, my 26-pound, three-year-old son was picking up a 40-pound kettlebell today. Normal. Just normal. Light he work. comes out with me every morning when I work out, and he mimics me exactly. He chalks his hands up, he tries his swings, and when I'm done, like when I in between sets, I'll sit down on a bench next to me. He'll sit down on the bench, and he wipes his head with his towel, like everything. Then today, that dude just reached over, grabbed the 40-pound kettlebell, and deadlifted it straight up and held it. Almost twice his body weight. Do you know what that tells me? That dude ain't fucking around, all right? That's dangerous, bro. He's he's low to the ground, dude. You got to watch where you're stepping. He's going to fucking take your ankles out. Oh, oh, dude, I'm done for. As soon as he realizes how powerful he truly is, it's over for me. You ever (laughs) seen that movie, Brightburn, where the guy has an alien, a super-powered alien son that kills him? It's probably going to be a lot like that. It's probably like that. It's probably a lot like that. I'm like, hey, go to your room, and then he's just going to fly through my chest. (laughs) I, uh... (laughs) I ran into, on ran into, I had a real good friend I was stationed with 20 years ago in the Air Force. Uh, he's never had a social media. Nobody's ever been able to find what happened to him or like nobody's ever been able to get in touch with him since. Or he just kind of disappeared. Um, I don't want to put his name out here because I know he listens now or I think he does because we talked about it. But um, I mean, I guess he'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> one, one time we were 20. 20, 21, and we're stationed in North Carolina in the Air Force, Air Force cops. And we come back from a night drinking at a bar, and Scott is trying to get into Scott is trying to get into his house. And it is his house that he's renting. 
but we are shit-faced. Okay. And so he can't get into it, so he just starts kicking the door in. And the neighbors see it and call the cops because it's two in the morning or whatever. And, and someone's so the cops door is show being up. kicked in. The cops show up, and I think I was already passed out. I don't, I don't remember for sure. But, dude, I swear to God, Chase, I woke up to my buddy picking a female cop up and just tossing her off his porch. His porch is like, in North Carolina, most porches are pretty high up. So it was, you know, like you had to walk up step. It was a good toss. And I was like, holy shit, are we fighting? And it took a minute for me to register. That lady, he just threw had a uniform. But by the time I realized that, he was being tasered from like eight different directions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. He. <laughs> the thing about doing that from your house is that like you can't really escape now because you're at your house. Like you can't. Where are you going to go? Chase, we can nitpick and tear this apart all we want, but that dude saw that his home was in danger from a bunch of invading pigs, and he grabbed the weakest one he could, <laughs> and he threw it as far as he could off the porch to make a demonstration for the other ones to hope that they would leave. They did not heed his warning. They do not listen. Uh, they just tasered the fuck out of him. And yeah. <laughs> took him to jail. But, bro, when I tell you, he, he should not have thrown the cop because he, he should have just explained it's his house we're home already so you can't we're, we're here you know what are we gonna get i can't for? kick in my door is yeah. that what you're telling me i can't kick in my own door so we wouldn't have been in trouble until the but dude i opened my eyes and saw like a cartoon like he just grabbed her and just and she like who can say what you don't and it was so awesome and then he's just tasered automatically and i'm like well, now I'm fucked because the command we're going to have to go in front of the commander because when you're in the military, they keep up with shit you do. So we're going to have to go in front of the commander and talk about what happened. And we did. And it was not cool. <laughs> and people got it really upset they did like it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a Krav Maga instructor now. And uh, we were he's catching a, up. He's talking. a what instructor? Krav Maga. Like, uh, he teaches cops and military and agents and stuff. How to throw people, (laughs) how to pick people up and throw them. What a perfect (laughs) way for, like, if I, yeah, that, that's exactly where he could channel that energy. That is the only thing that he was going to be able to do. Yeah. I know, I know, I know two things about him. He can kick a fucking door down and he can throw a lady. So (laughs) yeah, please teach people karate. That's a, I I realize now that this sounds, as I'm saying it, like in my head, this is a very funny memory, but as I'm saying it, it was like, oh, my friend assaulted a a lady. So (laughs) I guess that's not as funny as I remembered it being. Because in my head, it's a cop and cops, bad guys. We all know that. Cops equal bad. Everybody knows that. So in my head, it's good. And then I'm telling it now and I'm like, oh, anyway, that's not the worst thing he did. The worst thing he did was he's been telling, we were talking about our kids. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old sending pictures. And he's like, I got, my son works uh, as a football player, and he sent me uh, pictures of his son in football, like junior high probably, age, working, playing football. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Look at how strong my kid is. And I sent him a picture of Henry holding a 25-pound kettlebell. Right. That's and before then, he worked his way up to the 40. My friend, uh, who I've known 20 years, hadn't talked to, but sends me a picture of his Teenage, very early teenage son in briefs, flexing, and tells me my son's been working out with a trainer since he was six. And like, that's cool. But now I have a picture 
of yeah, a flexing muscly boy proof, on my man. phone. Yeah. What's the clothes on that kid? You know, send no, out. No, bro. The worst, the worst thing he did, he deleted his Facebook. So now I just have blank messages and a picture of a like just a little boy flexing in his underwear. <laughs> I I went today to message him, or the other day I went to message him back. Hey, are you go? Uh, are you coming through Louisiana to teach? Because I saw anyway, I thought he might be coming through, and I went to message him, and his Facebook is gone. So it's just blank messages, and then a picture of a flexing. I mean, he's swole. He's a swole kid, but I don't think that's going to justify to the police nah. why I have that picture. You so I was like, oh, I got to delete it. I got to delete it. Yeah, got to delete it. And then I was like. I deleted the picture. I'm like, I bet nobody's ever thought of that. <laughs> Everybody who's ever gotten in trouble for a picture was like, you know what? I should have just deleted it. I didn't even think to do that. But I deleted it. I deleted it. That is a big part of the battle. Don't <laughs> Whenever, ever get me now, dude. When they come for you. Uh, yeah, man. What a fucked up move. There's a cutoff for that. You can't You can't just be, I'd say, I don't know. Uh, what what you think? Once they start, Once they start school, you stop sending around naked pictures of your child? For I, sure. I'd say, yeah. For sure. It, for sure, it, yeah. it it's not a baby. He's like a teenage boy. Yeah, like, no. he's in junior high. That's what I'm saying. And like, I understand. Up. I understand what he was showing. I understand the picture. I get what he meant. But uh, did your kid know that you're sending pictures to just some weird forty year old dude in New Orleans of him in his underwear? Because that's weird. He's probably gonna bring them big swole muscles in there, beat the fuck out of you. For selling his image and likeness around. Sorry, his kid's on a trainer that it like that's a. Is that that's weird, right? Yeah, I mean, what is he training for? Just to be football. huge. Oh, okay, football. football. Oh, that's right. Muscles yeah, and football. That. So that's like a. To me, that's like oh, you're, you're like a Tiger Woods dad, then. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's tr- That's tough, man. I, I think it's tough to start kids in football like that early because, like, you know, it's just a sport where your brain just rattles around in your head <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem like, like a great idea but. like you know uh, play some play some uh flag some flag football until they're like in high school and then then you know if they're dumb or not <laughs> and you can let the you know hey you're not ruining anything let get yeah, out there. it's not gonna hurt anything but yeah, i tell you what playing play football uh hiring a trainer for your child is a better idea than sending a picture of your son to basically oh, of course. that you have no seen it's the worst years. idea that's the worst idea there, there's no and it's look, not i saw it on my phone and was like dude i thought you were about to show me on your phone i was like do oh, not put no. it's long gone <laughs> but like i looked at it and was like i had to put the phone down we had been messing yes! like re- you had to break the phone like, the next day before i even replied because it's all fuck man <sighs> it's weird but he got off Facebook probably because uh, he was like, oh, shit, that's weird. Yeah, because the fucking feds are after him right now. That's why. Ah! <laughs> Bro, you saw that? I almost I died. Mean, I don't know I if you just saw that. you fall back, you fucking lunatic? So my chair has this little rod that keeps it from rocking back, and I thought it was in place. But it wasn't. You know why? The government heard me say I had a picture of a teenage boy in his underwear on my phone. Yeah, and I caught I kind of wish you'd stop saying it, to be honest with you. God damn. Nah, I'm sending it, I'm sending it to you right now, Chase. <laughs> I don't like this. This is <laughs> not okay. I, I I'll, post it, I'll post the link in the comments. Josh, let me fucking go, let, let me take this somewhere else. Can I put this energy towards someone else and take this fucking spotlight off of you, bud? 
I did. I got the perfect target. I got the perfect yeah. target. It, there's this dude. The dude. I think we talked about him on the last podcast. The guy that you thought was a shitty booty boy. That's just a homeless dude in a van. I think we talked about him, right? Uh, no. I don't you think you told me up. he was home. I don't think you told me I was making fun of a homeless dude. <laughs> I don't no, think that comic. that came up. He's a comic. Oh, all right. Oh, van life. Yeah, we did yes. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah clean your butt. Yeah. Clean your yeah. butt. We talked Yeah, you about thought it. he was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is. <laughs> yeah, it's one of You can say he's not. He is. Yeah. Anyway, that dude uh, straight up got like, I might even talk about this that week, but it fits better now. So who fucking. So he, uh, he's he got some fucking bit about. Uh, uh, he really just should talk about Jeffrey Epstein, but he goes about it in like a weird, edgy way where he's like, I'm going to talk about pedophilia Shit. now. And so, and now he's introduced the word pedophilia. And uh, anyway, so. As a I, dude who lives in your van, you shouldn't be the one who brings it up. And that's how he tags it. And he's like, and also, I know what this looks like because I live in a van or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we we all also see how it looks, Jake. Like, we see that too, bud. And, uh, Bad what, luck, dude. One of the shows, he, uh, I, you know, we did like five shows together. And one of them, he tried to like, he thought he could be more ridiculous with it and get over on it because they didn't. They obviously pulled back once he started talking pedophilia, right? And yeah, uh, I, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, saw how you just reacted. Yeah, and uh, and and he goes, guys, don't worry, I'm a pedophile. That's what he thought. Like he thought calling himself a pedophile would make, and it totally didn't. And then he was just in that. Oh, that little, didn't go over. Yeah, that did go over. And he's uh he's out of Portland, and so he was telling me his like reason, and he was like, yeah, it's I don't know, but like back home, whenever I do that, it like it relieves the tension or whatever. Everybody knows that I'm joking. I was like, it's because you live in the weirdest place ever. Portland like would kind of oh, understand Portland. that shit. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, Portland's uh, on board. You can buy kids in Portland. I heard. I, Pretty sure you're right. I don't even think you're being crazy right now. Uh, but yeah, so I just, I just wanted to throw him under the bus right quick so hopefully people wouldn't uh, come get you. <laughs> we could just change the subject completely if you wanted to. I'm good with that. Uh, I did <laughs> I did Stone versus Drunk versus Sober. Uh-huh. Uh, Dead last Sober. Last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, I was Team Sober. I showed All the way. Straight up, straight up, uh, not on any intoxicants whatsoever. And I told jokes about Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we won. I fucking won. Stone vs. Drum vs. Sober. You're goddamn right you did. I've done that show, I don't know, six times, five, six times. And I finally won. Uh, I was amped as fuck. And I forgot. And they had a beer there that was a lime sherbet beer. And they had something with protein. And I was like, oh, if a beer has protein in it, I'll drink it. I don't even care what it is. And uh, it that was bad. Don't do that. Don't. Yeah, what if are we talking about had, right now? Dude, if a protein shake had alcohol in it, that's what this beer tasted like. Okay. But it wasn't yeah, actually no, a protein shake. No, it had protein in it. It like was a protein shake. protein, a beer. Yeah. No, a beer. Like at the show. I got I got, before, I got you. A beer. But it was a protein shake beer. Yeah. I don't remember who made it. You can it, see my confusion. You. you can you can oh, understand. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. She explained the bartender explained it to me so many times that I left uh, like a thirty dollar tip because I made her explain to me. I was like, no, no, no. What? <laughs> what? Is, say it again. And she's like, it has protein. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Show me. And she like showed me on the Bible. So I was like, I still chicken think right there. <laughs> got chicken right there. Uh, and I got all amped up and I started getting pretty hammered i tried to fight a dude from the stage because he asked to have one of the hamburgers that i walked on stage eating uh 
Okay. Just going to drop that I, in there right quick. I had two burgers in my hand. Yeah. I walked up. I set them down on the stage. Okay. All right. Already lost me. Already lost me. Uh, I'm Team Stone, bud. Uh, and I <laughs> forgot to put them down before I walked on stage. They they know they're getting a Team Stone member. I walked up and I said, uh, do you know how stoned I am? I forgot to set these burgers down before I walked onto the stage. <laughs> Still got to back up. Burgers. Two burgers. You got two burgers. You double fisted yeah. burgers. You got... Yeah, you got two meats, no but no bread. Two meats, no bread. So How you, you walk, you walk on stage with just two meat patties in your hands. No, I mean like it's wrapped in foil, like a to-go burger from the food truck. Okay. Yeah, it's like in a to-go box. I just I ordered it and then forgot. How to put dare it you down. get defensive right now? How dare you? <laughs> well, I mean, I just walk up with two patties. It's like in a bag, a to-go. Like I just forgot. Yeah, to set and it then down. you walked on stage with those. I got you. Yeah, with the bag. And then I had to yeah. set the bag down. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I forgot to put the bag down, so I okay. still had it in my hand. I don't know how that's... I don't know. When the okay. food truck line is an hour long, you get in it when you get in it, and you okay. get your food when you get it. <laughs> and I just forgot to set it down. It's fuck a- you! I won the show! I don't have to explain <laughs> my goddamn self. I fucking won! Who gives food a fuck? On the show. <laughs> nah, no. Fuck that, dude. I won. Uh... I was so, dude, I was so fucked up, um, cause I, I had my vape, I had taken some edibles, uh, I smoked a blunt, like, it was just a, whoo, and then I was going on last, and it got wild, it was a good night, it was really fun, uh, it was packed out, like, uh, the Lafayette shows for that especially are just packed, but there was a guy there that books a show in Lake Charles, so I'm doing a show at the Crying Eagle Brewery in nice. Lake Charles on November 19th. I think we have a crying um, eagle here, or it's like a laughing eagle, or so. We got some type of eagle. You think they're? I could do a loop. I think so. I think I think it routes <laughs> well. It's a good routing. You do. Yeah. You do Lake Charles one night, and then Seattle, <laughs> and then you do Seattle the next night. It's it's a good time. Yeah, it's easy. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, flight. I, gir- I fucking <laughs> they, murdered. Don't it pay was- travel. It was the best uh, set I've had since the pandemic because, um, in, <laughs> this sounds so stupid, I didn't do shows for over a year. I did nothing because I was so paranoid about the pandemic and I was worried about the virus that was killing everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, didn't do shows. Stupid. And then my first one or two back, you know, I was really rusty. I, I didn't remember my jokes and they didn't flow as smooth as I'd want. Um, I sounded like the rest of you fucks and not three levels above like I should. Right. And it, I was so excited to be out at a show that I didn't go over it in my head. I just was excited to be out. You know what I mean? And this one, uh, I went over my set in my head. I tried to time out stuff to callbacks and not just, Oh, I remember this joke now and saying it. I broke out my paintings bit again. (laughs) Uh, that, and now I've switched around to being a pandemic thing um of course but and every time i bring those paintings i feel like a hack because i bring props but i have never once not destroyed with that joke that joke just every time it kills so i used it uh it went great i won uh was coming off the stage the guy from uh, lake charles came to offer me a show and then there was a hundred year old heckler at the show and he heckled Chase Bonin, who went up before me. Bonin? How do you say it? Is it Bonin? Bonin. I've heard people say it a bunch of different ways. Chase. I, it's Bonin. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Chase went up, and this old guy started heckling him. And uh, 
And when I tell you like a hundred years old, like he was, people were uncomfortable around him because he was so old and stooped over and he was buying drinks for uh, all the women around him and then would shake their hands and would stay around too long. Like he was just making everybody uncomfortable and it was being noticed. Uh, And he came off as soon as we got off stage. Oh, I'm sorry. He heckled Chase Bonin and said uh, something about, I don't know, something about life is too short to listen to this. And Chase is like, cool. by the time you make, by the time you make it out of the parking lot, you're gonna be dead anyway, because <laughs> you're a hundred. I mean, or that's, whatever. What you like, do. that's what you gotta do. You gotta do that. And the guy walked off, but then he came back after the show and he walked up to me. And there's nothing I hate more than being touched more than necessary. If you want to hug me, I'll hug. You. I love a hug, but don't shake my hand. Put your arm around my neck and squeeze. And he shook my hand and then did like the cool guy shake and he squeezed my neck and. He did it for so long that I had to look at his old body to gauge, can I push or hit this old person without being, am I the villain if I push or hit this old person? And I would have been, for sure. But I still could, I was still like, it might be worth if he doesn't let me fucking go. And then he told Chase Bonin, he said, do you speak French? And Chase Bonin said, no. And he goes, oh, polluvoo something flat ass, and then pointed at me. That, Chase, gra- that old saying, oh, that old French saying about the fat ass. <laughs> Chase, you uh, speak another no, no. language. I want to tell flat the studio as a flat a ass. Flat ass. I can't, yeah. Chase. That's what I'm saying. I do at least 100 squats a day. Every day with a kettlebell. My ass is fat as fuck. All right? Flat ass. You sorry motherfucker. I was so mad <laughs> that I was like... I'm. I just don't but, get where he was like. He's like, "Do you speak? Do you speak Spanish?" <laughs> I don't because understand what that was either. Fucking saggy tits over here, huh? <laughs> right? Like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say yeah. anything in French. Do you speak French? Your friend has a flat ass. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. what? Leave my ass alone, um, old man. I was so worried mad. about my. Would you worry about my ass for? I was so mad that I let him sit there and manhandle me for however long it was. And then for him to say that, that, oh God, I was so pissed off. And then he turned around and just tripped and fell right over in the gravel, in the gravel, flat on his face. It took him a while to get up. And if you want to know how shitty a person he was all night, a hundred year old man fell over face first in the gravel and not one of the 200 people around him moved. Nobody, nobody. I saw some people spit on him. Fuck that old man. People flat was doing ass. it. I'll show you a flat ass. I'll show you a dead ass old man. I'll dead ass kill you. How about that? You dirty old fuck. I'll break your hip. Dude, I was so mad. I was so mad at this old man asking if he could say I had a flat ass in French. Fuck you. I hope you listen to this. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said, buddy. <laughs> I am a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> that you are. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. That's what people come to the show for. It's the eloquent way me and you speak. <laughs> you must not know what a patriot <laughs> I am. I got heckled by these two fucking crackheads. I uh, I had this uh, crackhead couple at my show Wednesday, and I don't even feel bad about. Uh, calling them that and the problem with it is that uh, they outnumbered the rest of the audience uh, oh. these two people is these two you can't people do, you can't do a show <laughs> with more crackheads than, than yeah, not that's, crackheads that's just Never a rule 
Like whenever they say, look, like they're like, look. They should be counting how many crackheads are in before they let more in. Right. No. And you got if you see another one, you gotta make them wait at the door. We gotta let five five other five, down, al- like, <laughs> five alcoholics in and then we can let one one more crackhead in. And then, what are you motherfuckers? Well, yeah, but we let look. We can't just let you run loose in here. Oh. And they're they're a crackhead couple, so they're it's strong. They're strong together. You know what I'm saying? And they could. Th- oh, there's definitely strength in numbers. They could take over a room, and so I, I know how I know how like delicate this situation is because there's three comics you ever seen on that the movie, show. World War Z. You ever seen yeah. World War Z where they just yes. flood? That's what exact same thing. That's the exact same thing. And so I'm trying to keep them quiet. So that they don't like make some crackhead call and have them just fucking. So you're doing a show with two crackheads in the Yes. Front. Yes. And and then just another the and then just another guy who came uh to meet up with uh, another con like with the headliner of the show who he met on Facebook and this is his first time meeting this guy in real life. He came out and uh he wants to see his, his funny buddy and his funny buddy is uh and performing in front of three people. Um uh yeah. And so uh, I go up, I try to do my set. First off, the booker tried to have us do a full show. And I told him, absolutely not. I will not. These people do not want to hear an hour and a half show. Are you out of your mind? It's 30 minutes per person. That is way too much. Uh, These people, I'm not even sure these people aren't funnier than some of the people on this show. We don't even know if we got the right three people in this room performing tonight. And you want to do an hour and a half show. We might have to switch things around. Oh, These two crackheads. Maybe you go sit out there. Maybe you go be the crackhead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's... We're not Fuck, exactly sure how the roles are. And so I, I'm like, no, we're fucking cutting this shit down. Host, you're like Booker host. Uh, I just got no respect for him. Just taking over. So no, you're doing, you're doing five minutes. I'm doing like 15. The headliner is doing 25. Uh, and that's I'll the way nev- it is. I'll never forgive you for this. I would never forgive you for the rest of my life for this. Good. Uh, never. Not ever. He asked me to do this show by in the message being like, hey, I know this is not enough money. Uh, which, boy. Not a I great would, start. <laughs> yeah. I would love for people to know that it's not enough money and not talk to me about that. That's what I would like. Yeah. I would like for you to know it's not enough money and then shut the fuck up and realize Chase might not want to do that. Uh <laughs> But he knows. He knows I'll do it. He knows because I value friendship for some reason. And look where and it you got have that me. Louisiana, look, and you where you're just gonna do whatever show you can get on. I guess I, yeah. you're gonna pay. <laughs> and look where it got me. Being nice with this dude. Being nice with this dude got me performing for three people and a crackhead strong couple heckling me in the middle. Josh, I start off and uh, I try. I go with the mindset of like I'm just gonna do my. I'm just gonna do 15 minutes autopilot. I'm not like because by the way, the host started it off uncomfortably it was already be uncomfortable yes <laughs> why not why not crowd work hey what's, what's your favorite kind of crack why not yeah, why not crank them up a little bit why not get them going some where my uh, crack is in the house yeah let them <laughs> let them feel like they they're part of the show you know what i'm saying let them feel like they're, they're a valued part of the show uh they're not and, and they're not no and so he uh the the host goes uh the host slash booker he's the same dude he uh he goes uh he makes some joke first off dude heckled him crackhead heckled him immediately like second he touched the microphone and uh and he was like was it a good heckle it was like a it was like a friendlier one but he was still it was still like you could tell like oh that's gonna be a problem if it keeps oh yeah going and so but the way this should have handled is uh uh dude starts guy heckles dude counters it we all laugh we've established dominance and we keep moving that's the way that it is but instead 
uh, he gets the laugh, the comedian gets the laugh off of the heckle and then goes in farther and goes, uh, what was the last prison that you were in? Which is not something that he needs to say. And then uh, Crackhead ain't, ain't never been, you know, ain't never been shy. And so he goes, I was in whatever prison. What a, it, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, motherfucker. It was a prison. I escaped Alcatraz, motherfucker. <laughs> you ever heard of The Rock? <laughs> and, and so, okay. So that's still, we kind of like are in a playful, oh, oh my God, I can't believe he answered it. But now it's definitely, you got enough information. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. But he goes with a second question, which is, uh, what did you do? What? What did you do? Oh, a question we all need to know. What? So a crackhead says, "Yes, I've been to prison," and his idea was, "I should ask more." We should. I talk need to know what I need you to tell. I need you to tell me and these five other people in here what you did. I assume the girl next to you knows <laughs> what you did, and uh, and yeah, and here's the thing, Josh. There's there's no real way for that to go. It's not like it's not like people go to jail for fun reasons or anything like that. Like he, he didn't did steal he a bunch like, of candy. I, just, I, I stole. Cool. I stole a bunch of Gobstoppers, and they put me to jail. <laughs> I wanted to preach to the other people that were in there about how bad it is to be in there. That's what I was there for. I volunteered. I volunteered for prison. I didn't even do a crime. I just asked to go so I could talk to them. I, I brought I a volunteered. I, I did someone else's time for them because I felt like they had so much potential in the world. I did that for them. It's just a the program. The judicial system is fucked. Everybody knows that. Let's talk. Actually, can I see the mic? I, I got some things to say. <laughs> Actually, come on. Are we sure? Are we sure he's the host? I don't think we we still we still got that idea of switching it up. I think I want to try to be comedian. Somebody, how great would that be? Tag me in, tag me in. Uh, And so you know, there's nowhere fun to go. And so it turns out the dude it had something to do with a gun. Which boy, that's fun too. Now we got gun energy. Uh, Crackhead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crackhead had a gun that you know sent him to jail or some shit. And. yeah, so that's how the show starts, and then the host he gets he gets that awkward energy, and then he goes, "All right, well, time to start the show." Chase Myers, ladies and gentlemen, because he's clearly done his job. There's uh, nothing I hate more than I'm going to ruin this show and then bring up whoever's <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah, I, I like it, it had it had a zero percent chance of working, but all right, you fucking try. dipshits, here's yeah. your next comedian. <laughs> but how dare you make it worse? How dare you make it worse than the zero percent chance? I knew. I knew these three people because, by the way, the other dude that was there, even though he was there, like just to meet a guy that he met <laughs> on Facebook or whatever the fuck, he was just like a regular dude. He wasn't like you know, wasn't he was he's boring. He's just a boring dude. This came dude, out to the host show. of this show, the host of this show, thought the cards were stacked too much, too much in your favor. Yeah. Oh God! If you're listening to that, I'm drinking. I drank a lime cucumber beer. That's also an energy. That's also a uh, protein shake. It's also a protein <laughs> shake, a pre-workout, and it's got creatine in it, and it makes your dick wet. So it also makes it. you burn. That was it. Yeah, it makes you. It's burn. not crack. It's not crack, but it does make. It's you burn not crack though. It's not crack though. Crack. If anybody was wondering. <laughs> uh, so he brings me up, and uh, my my like I said, my move was I thought I'm just gonna power through 15 minutes of my act. Uh, you didn't I'm do not, crowd work. I'm not gonna do crowd work. No, I'm just gonna get up here. You should have opened with "Let's start." Let's go back to that prison thing. What? Okay, so. <laughs> All right, so day one, right? You walk in. What are we thinking? What? How many what? Did you ever get raped? 
Look around. What do you see? What do you see? (laughs) How many shanks are out? What was the food like? (laughs) (laughs) I go up. I I start my act. I'm I'm mumbling through it. Yeah, from Louisiana. Fucking, you don't give a fuck. I uh, moved to Seattle. Uh, so I moved to Seattle because you got weed. You got weed here. Seattle is legal here, and it's just a legal and thing. Crack. And then, yeah, and crack. We love crack. Don't forget about the crack. That's a ma'am. I know about the crack. I know all about the crack. I love crack so much. Crack is the reason I'm here right now because <laughs> if I had smoked crack, I could go to something other than this free show. And and uh, and so now she's like interrupting everything, talking about her love of crack or whatever. And then her her boyfriend. Drugs and crack have ruined my life. <laughs> and her boyfriend's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me speak for it. clearly. She's she's out of it. I know how to talk uh, in public she in the middle way of too the much show. Crack. <laughs> so let me. And he goes, you would hate to watch a movie with her. She ruins every movie. I was like, I hate her i hate i hate, doing, I hate doing comedy towards her i hate i hate how she watches comedy <laughs> doing I, comedy towards her yeah it's not for her it's not for her at all it's just happening at her uh <laughs> it's just she's just there and people um, that aren't from louisiana have a hard time understanding doing comedy at people but yeah that's what happens down here you do it at them you hope they catch it maybe not yeah, and they just like pointing out my my arms like my hands like shaking with the mic whenever I get up there. Like I'm doing it on so purpose, they, but like and so uh, old girl why calls are you doing it, it on out. Purpose? She's like, I don't know. I just was like, mo- I was just kind of moving a lot, and I, I was oh, trying, I, right, you know, right. like. Uh, I, I thought you were just staying there doing this to fuck with a crackhead. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> nah, it's like little. And they're just sitting there, and they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. Is it, it's, like crack. One of these, it's, like. it's like one of these moves where I'm kind of, you know, doing like that. Uh, really good I for hold the, the mic people like listening. This. I hold it still. Terrified. <laughs> I don't even take out the mic stand. Uh, and, so, and so she sees me shaking. And so she's like, oh, you like crack? And, uh, <laughs> and hey, we got something in common. Yeah. And, uh, and so she, she cuts me off like immediately. Uh, and it's it's just one of those heckles where like they launch into a story when they start talking like and you got to deal with that. I'll tell you if I've ever if I if I know anything about crackheads from my time in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, they love to talk about crack. It's like their favorite. It's their favorite thing. They'll talk you about talk crack. about what you know. You talk about what you know. <laughs> I've never tried crack. It might be great. I've never tried it. I don't know, so I can't judge. I like weed. Uh, I have never found crack to try. Uh, hit me up if you got if you got some crack. Guess <laughs> <laughs> crack. Hit me up. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. So you're being heckled by a crackhead. They're telling you a life story. Yeah, good it's story. Just the worst. Makes sense. Connects. Hey, Connects. Everything follows through. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it makes sense for what's in front of me. Yeah, Nothing of they not. said. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, like I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's kind of what I thought you guys would be telling me right now. Her name was like Sephora or some shit like that. Like it was, yeah. Of course uh, it was. And, and so I, I just do my side. Like, you know, after, it's one of those things where I've I've somehow done like the equivalent of what would be like 30 minutes of material, but it's only seven minutes into the set. And uh, yeah. I'm like, I know, what I know how that goes. Yeah, I've done three closers. I don't know how I'm still on stage right now. Um, and so yeah, I just I just get off stage. I just fucking mumble my way off stage, just defeated. And, uh, 
headliner goes up and he has the same idea that I had at the beginning and his spirit got broke like <laughs> two minutes so in. Quick, huh? Whatever he realized, like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not really going to get a reaction. And he's like, definitely, uh, he hams it up a little bit. He needs reactions. So yeah, it was tough. I just, I really just want to say that. Uh, no, I would have fucking said if it was Tommy Lama, you wouldn't have any problem that we wouldn't have got this far into the show. If Tommy Lama ever was in my life again, that's for sure. Uh, I need to post it down here, but one of our friends that's listened to us from the chase of Josh talk days sent me a message. Uh, and it was a picture of their local, like funny bone or whatever it is. And it was Tommy Lama was coming and they were like, I want to go just to heckle him or just to fuck with him or something. You go, go for the experience. Go for the experience. I don't know if you know this, but he's uh, Charlie Sheen's spiritual advisor. So <sighs> That's still hilarious. <laughs> I hate him, Josh. I hate him so much. I, I, oh, buddy, I know you do. My uh, my friend Miles Weber is a very good comedian out of Sacramento, and he's in, uh, he's in Vegas now. And uh, he was at the competition that Tommy Lama stole, and, uh, and he saw he was there whenever I told Tommy that I hate him. And, uh, and, and <laughs> me and Miles are somewhere, we're doing some gig together and the other comic, he, we were like another comic that Miles knew or something like that. And he was like, he was like, Hey man, this is my buddy Chase Myers. I watched him tell Tommy Lama to his face. He fucking hates him. <laughs> it's like how he introduced me. <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> Chase, I will, I will tell the people listening to this podcast. Yeah. If they're not, if you're not familiar with your host right here, I will. Let me explain to you. Josh Watts, if you cross us, I'll come get in your face. I'll yell. I'll bump chest with you. I'll try to anger you. What Chase will say directly to your face whatever he wants. And he will <laughs> walk away and get in his car and drive off before they realize they just got shit on. I've seen it happen a million times. He'll leave and somebody goes, oh, Chase was just here and he told... Wait a minute. <laughs> he told me to fuck myself. <laughs> he did. I'll watch him just go... He said I wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell me to fuck myself. He did tell me he wasn't going to shake my hand and said he was going to look at me side-eyed every time he saw me. I've uh, said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. <laughs> I have refused to shake people's hands. I have made everybody uncomfortable, but I have never seen anything like that time you refused to <laughs> A guy hosted a show down here in Louisiana. A headliner came from New York. And the host paid the headliner 50 bucks and kept like 400 for himself and gave the comic who came from New York like 50 bucks. And didn't pay any and, of the locals. And didn't pay any of the locals. He kept all $400 for himself or whatever. And uh, we made it very clear that we didn't appreciate it. We didn't want to talk to him. Uh, I just turned my back on him. But he stuck <laughs> his hand out to shake Chase's hand, the guy who hosted it. And Chase looked down at his hand and said, I'm not shaking your hand. And then stood there. It felt like 20 minutes of the guy going, <laughs> what? And Chase just looking at his hand. I've never, the resilience and fortitude it took to fucking plant your feet there and look him in his dumb face and not Chase never explained it any further. He said, I'm not shaking your hand and then didn't shake his hand. No matter how long, no matter what he said, he said, I'm not shaking in, and he didn't. And it was fucking beautiful. Chase is the <laughs> voice in my head. The conscience in my head, when I think I'm about to overreact to something or how I should react, I always think, what's Chase going to do? And then if I don't like it, I go, oh, no, I'm going to hit him. Or whatever. But That's <laughs> Chase's response is always... It's in there. 
I, I hear Chase it. Chase has I made know. me at, I've caught myself asking my kids, so how did you think that was going to work out? <laughs> it's a good question to have back there. Just When we were open micers at the station in Baton Rouge, a headliner traveling around, I don't want to run who they were, uh, said some fairly inappropriate stuff to one of the female comics, oh, yeah. comics on our show. <laughs> I forgot about and that. And Chase straight up said to this guy's <laughs> face, what part of what you just what part of what you just said did you think was okay? <laughs> I forgot about that one, yeah. Bruh, that dude I'm, tried to explain himself. And Chase goes, So you think that was okay? So that sounds like something you should say to another person? And it became the most awkward, beautiful moment I've seen in a long time. I think after a while I started telling him to stop talking. I was like, Stop you talking, did. there's nothing you could say. Yeah, I was like, There's nothing you, you could did. say. You stop said talking. you're not you're not recovering. You're not gonna recover, is what you kept <laughs> like, saying. I don't I forgot I about that. Me- yeah. Dude, I have the worst memory in the world, except for when Chase embarrasses people. I fucking love it. I can't get enough of it. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I've uh I've tricked my job into promoting me. Uh what? <laughs> they, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, and so I get to do the sly shit now. You're Jeff Bezos? I'm Bezos, bro. I'm I I'm it. going to space. I'm going to space just so I can I'm going to space so I can litter. I'm just going to space <laughs> and I'm just throwing Starbucks just in the just in the atmosphere. I'm just throwing it up there. I'm fucking I'll I'll send you some beer cans you can throw out there for me. Dude, yeah. Take um, some merch, say some buckets of duckets merch and throw it out into space. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's the exposure we need. Uh hey, I do, wait. Go ahead. I want can I tell you something real quick before I forget it? I'm sorry to interrupt sure. you. I uh when I did the Stone Drunk Sober show, a woman came up to me after the show and said, I'm a nurse and I saw the heart attack tattoos on your arm. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, they're not heart attacks. This is my son's ultrasound, his heartbeat from his first ultrasound, and this is my daughter's. And this girl looked at me and goes, no, those are heart attacks. <laughs> no. And I was like, I don't, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe she my goes, babies were having. I work in the ICU, and I went, yeah, maybe, just to stop it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe my babies were having little heart attacks at, at That's probably gestation. What it was. I'm sure. <laughs> That's I'm probably sure that's what, it, what was. it was. I'm sure they were dying a thousand lives in there. Are you right? I didn't bring the ultrasound to the tattoo guy right. and have him trace it yeah. perfectly. I, yeah, I, I'm uh, not. I don't have a radiology degree and understand how ultrasounds work. So, I also, yeah, you are X-ray is. tech. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, yeah so I don't know what that. I, yeah, you're right. You got yeah. me. <laughs> I forgot about that part of it. Um, so uh, I got promoted because they're fools and. Uh, you fucking suckers! <laughs> you suck. Listen to how I got over on them. Uh, so listen three, to how I got over on listen, them. <laughs> listen to these fucking. Do- so three years ago, uh, I'm doing I'm doing stand up full time. It's all I'm doing. I'm living. I love shit. that your story of a promotion started with this is how I got over on them. All right, three years ago. <laughs> Dude, you know how I work, bro. I'm this is a fucking, long con, motherfucker. Yo, the Louisiana slow burn. Okay, that's what they call me up here. That is absolute. You know that's my nickname, right? You know Gabe Rutledge calls me that. Yeah. I do, but I've never yeah. heard it fit in so perfectly. Yeah. That's the name so, of the episode. Uh, that's the name of the episode. So, <laughs> so, three years ago. By the way, the the long con is also just like I'm kind of a hard worker whenever I want to be. But yeah, but the other side of it, just to just to clarify for the people listening, I just told Michelle this. 
Chase, I told her that you got a promotion, and she was she so said to tell you congratulations, by the way. Uh, but uh, Ch- I told her how hard a worker Chase is, and I was like, when he used to work at AT&T, this is what I said. As a 41-year-old father of two, I said, when he used to work at AT&T, he wouldn't even get high before he went, just in case. And she goes, yeah, because he's hooking his people's phones up. I was like, yeah, I know, right? And he wouldn't even get high. And she's like, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a good worker. And I was like, Pfft. I mean, maybe you didn't hear what I said, but I, I mean, you heard me. I don't. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm I saying like Nobel Peace Prize level, like work this man was doing. But okay, all right, I guess, I guess that's just normal. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I guess, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you're working with a bunch of people that aren't high all the time. Okay, okay. okay. I haven't had a job in a decade, but I guess you know. What you're <laughs> okay, <talking about. laughs> okay. I guess I'm dumb. I guess I'm dumb. Three years ago, uh, I'm working. I'm living my dream. I'm full time, just a comedian. Uh, I'm making just enough money to pay all my bills, and not one thing can happen wrong in my life. If anything goes wrong, it's over. It's all over. All right, the fucking fucking ship's going down. I got it. So, I uh, my my buddy Gabe Rutledge, who nicknamed me the Louisiana Slow Burn. Uh, help me get in Killer. with yeah. He's one of the greatest comics. It's crazy. He helped me get in with get the coughing under control, Josh. <laughs> he, uh, Sorry, man. He helped, me, he helped me get in with the Looney Bin Comedy Clubs years ago, and I've worked for them for four years since then. So he's put money in my pocket for years now. Uh, and uh, uh, fuck, what was I getting at? I'm over here kissing Gabe's ass, and I fucking forgot uh the whole point of what I was. Oh, so I, I get that tour. Uh, I know that I have that coming up, but now I'm broke. I spent money on on merch. I'm trying to get ready. I want to have some money for when I go on tour to where that I can I can l- kind of live and not be broke while I'm out there. And so I, I get with this temp agency. They put me at this warehouse. Uh, the warehouse is like on fire. Like it's it's they're moving from one place to a next, and like it's just had like a big change of like who's running shit. And everybody's temps, and nobody knows what's going on, and it's just move, a shit did you show. move locate like physical location? Yes, yes. It's the worst thing you could, when and, I worked for FEMA, I ran managed, I ran warehouses for FEMA. We had to move from a old Winn Dixie to an uh, a super Walmart. Yeah, and in the move, you're like, oh no, our numbers are right, but in the move, you find so much stuff, so and everything stuff yeah. disappears, and you're like, ah, well, you're fucked. That's the worst yeah. part about it. Where so uh they're showing me something about it was like one of those things of like i am not <laughs> i am not uh i'm about to do my force gun i'm not a smart man i i <laughs> but i just I, I i i don't know i think i i have more common sense i at least wait a second before i show that i'm dumb you know what i'm saying and like uh i guess not everybody does that i guess some people just show immediately that they're dumb and so it's like day one of me working at this warehouse they show me like one thing they're like show me how to like pick an order they're like hey you scan this shirt whatever oh you gotta make sure sometimes it needs multiple of the shirt uh and i'm like oh so do i need to make sure like are they serialized like is each shirt like specific number to that or is it one skew for all of it and then i saw their face like 
fucking explode and was like what was that yeah. question you just asked me and then they put me in charge of inventory like day two and so uh i'm like day two in charge of inventory there i i'm trying to make as much money as possible before i go to tour i'm telling everybody i'm here for two months and you can all kiss my fucking ass this i remember about yeah i was like i'm i'm in and out i'm fucking gonna make this money and then you're gonna fucking see me on conan bitch that's the exact time you're gonna see me and uh and I'm doing, I'm doing all that shit, and I'm working like 50, 60 hours a week. I'm trying to stack as much money as I can before I go on tour. And uh, they, I, I do a show while I'm there. Some of the higher, I've made such a big fuss of telling everybody that I'm the greatest that like they're like, I we got it, we want to see how if this dude's good. And so they come out, they see me at Tacoma Comedy Club, which let me tell you, it is so nice to be able to invite people that you work with to a comedy club as opposed to like come out to this <laughs> bar with the TVs on during Monday night right. football. It's a Monday night, by the way, come out to Monday yeah. night comedy. Uh, and you, oh, you have show- to be at work the next morning. <laughs> yeah. The show starts at nine 30 too. So don't, yeah. you know, but it's actually going start to start on time. <laughs> it's actually going to start at 10 30, depending on when the game ends. Uh, and so they come out, it's literally, it's literally called, I'm just dude, I'm just uh, right now. I'm just blowing myself in the story, but I, it's literally called, the it's really called the best of Tacoma, right? That's the show. It's You're the best fucking right it is. of Tacoma. Tacoma's a little city right outside of uh, Seattle. I was uh, so close to moving to Tacoma to to Owl. I was almost stationed at the military, the Air Force base up there. Uh, I don't remember what it was. One, but it's in Tacoma, uh, Bangor or something like that. Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, might matter. Maybe it matters. Looks like it matters. Bangor is a city in Maine. <laughs> okay. It's also like kind of what some military base up here sounds like that I'm probably saying wrong. Uh, Whatever. Probably right. So Tacoma's best comedians. And guess who's closing the motherfucking show? You goddamn boy. And so they all come out. Everybody, everybody that uh, has, has, has invested their lives in working at this warehouse has never had a dream outside of that is watching me murder in front of over 150 people. And they were all just like, dude, you can come back and work here whenever you need. And you can take off whenever you have shows or whatever, like your attempt, that's fine. And so I go on tour. Uh, I fucking set the world on fire. And then I come back and I go, hey, I, I think it'd be smart if I stay as a temp at that place. And so I've literally been a temp at this place for three years. I like ended up. Like the job I took over, they used to like bring people like uh, like orders that were missing inventory. Like they would just bring it to them on a pallet, and uh, and I somehow convinced them to like give me my own little like side of the warehouse with a desk and a computer and, and all, all this shit. Like and it's just been my job for all this time. Anyway, so they just promoted me to like assistant, uh, the biggest dick in there, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got a raise. Yeah, I got I got a little money. I got a little. I got a little. I got a couple ducats. They uh they threw yeah, some ducats yeah. in the bucket yeah, and uh and so but I I asked them I was like by the way this doesn't change like touring schedules and shows and stuff and they're like no they're like can we just get like you know at minimum it just be like two weeks at the most and I was like yeah that's fine actually I'm I uh I'm kind of over it my body gets beat down if I'm on the road right. for longer than two weeks because I'm the type of comic uh that has been on the road for longer than two weeks uh these things I do um and so Woo! I got to keep saying stuff like that because I don't like talking about Woo! my day job. So I got to keep reminding motherfuckers that this is not my real life. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm now I'm assistant big shit at whatever. And, uh, I'm helping run one of the clients there. And, uh, my little, my, my, my sarcasm 
uh is I'm, I'm i'm having a good time with it i'm just i'm just peppering people all day i'm just, yeah, <laughs> just they, they deserve people 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 ask me dumb questions i'm just i'm not telling them dumb answers i'm just <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm doing a lot of walking away and they're realizing what i actually said uh but yeah i'm actually uh it, it's actually one of the best things i ever did was go to that job because it kept me able to pay my bills while i did comedy they seem to uh, really they they really work with you it sounds like from everything oh you dude told me. like that's awesome pretty much anytime i need off they you know they let me go and so it's funny i'm still a temp even though they just promoted me to like a lead <sighs> position in the warehouse but i'm still a temp baby God damn. uh so uh yeah but it's it's really funny like just trying to get used to like you know, I just been working with all these people and now I'm supposed to be telling them what to do and like shit that I really didn't care about before. Now I got care about like this fucking yep. dummy uh, ran his fucking forklift into another forklift the other day. And before I'd have just roasted his stupid ass over and over again and just la- like matter of fact, when he hit it, that's what happened. He hit. I heard the pow. I looked over my immediate reaction. Was like, ha, 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 and then I went, oh, shit, I got to do something. And I had to go over and tell him something about it. And like now, like people are coming up to me that like, you know, I've worked with for all this time. And they're going, hey, my baby is just so sick and I got to leave to go take care of my baby. And could you will you please let me go and, and be around my baby? Please, Chase, please. Can I leave this this God for sake of place and go see? Don't keep me from my child, Chase. And I'm like, oh, let yeah. me have my baby. <laughs> yeah, please leave. I, yes, I did. Yes, if you have an emergency, Your fucking doors open. Important. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Everybody, everybody can leave. I don't give a fuck. Uh, wow. Yeah, but I had I had two people. I had two people that like, because it is funny. I do have I, I do now have to have a little bit of a boss brain. Where like I know the Don't game, like, like like I know I know that you should like get to a place, work really hard, and then whenever you slack off and stuff, it's kind of not they're not going to come down on you as hard. Like that's right. that's the give and take of what it is. Uh, and, but I got this dude. Uh, like from day one, I was after him. I was trying to get this dude out of here. Like this motherfucker just shows up every day and just every day ah, does nothing. Just how just every, every day, day. how weed smoke every day, Josh, and acts like I don't know. Gross. My high on weed smoke looks like Josh. Do I look like a fool to you? I know that you high on weed smoke in my warehouse. Okay, I, I know. Do a podcast with a guy who's high all the time. Okay. <laughs> he actually wasn't high. He's just lazy. It's just that that's what it was. It was the fucking the fucking nerve of you to act like I can't see you. That's what I couldn't believe. Like how fucking dare like bro, this dude, I have to get there at six in the morning now, by how the way. How fucking dare you? I get there, I get there at six in the morning. This dude didn't start moving until six forty-five. He went and grabbed his gun so he could scan things at six forty-five. This is like my second day of running shit, and I had to fucking set down that I'm not the fucking substitute teacher. So I had yeah. to fucking Javion. How the fuck are you just now grabbing your gun at six? Dude, I came at him hot, <laughs> like six forty-five. I was trying to assert dominance around. Him. I just fucking snapped his neck right for everybody. <laughs> it just, it just dragged him around. So is there any questions? About how things are gonna go? He is now answering to his God. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. His God will deal with him. <laughs> he is in his hands now. Okay, Do because when Chase is here. Soul. <laughs> like, oh. uh, 
Yeah, with chains here, we start on time. We start on time. You grab your shit, right? And so I, I see pictured it. you stabbing somebody's neck and yelling at somebody, don't you cry! Don't you cry, right. he had it coming! Don't cry. Oh, you feel sorry for this dude? Is this oh, your hero? He had kids. <laughs> Wah! <laughs> Oh, All right, fuck. so I hate this fucking dude. I got it out for him from the beginning, from the beginning. And by the way, I only have it out for him. He did it to himself. Okay, I'm just the one that fucking yeah, sees fuck it. Him. And so uh, he's got a, he's got, you know, they're picking. Up. I cannot believe I'm talking this much about work on my goddamn podcast. But I, I, there's humor in it. It's fucking. So uh, I'm a fucking good stand up comic, Josh. I'm not a lead <laughs> manager at a warehouse. Okay. <laughs> and so I, see- I love that you just defended that to your best friend of a decade I'm like yeah you're the funniest comic I've ever met in my life I know that I know, I know but I can yell at you I don't want to yell at the I've people I've seen listening. you thousands of times so- <laughs> just, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna. That's what just happened. I'm gonna walk in tomorrow and fucking quit. I'm going in the at next, six in the morning. The next and- episode will be Chase quit his job. <laughs> yeah. I thought you I was going to I'm a fucking comic. <laughs> I could go for two weeks if I want to. You motherfuckers. <laughs> just three week tours. All my tours are three weeks now. <laughs> Hold me down. You kick the door open with your foot as you walk out. Oh. All right, so I'm after Javion, okay? Because if I got to be the fucking lead manager of a place, we're going to fucking run perfect, okay? Whoa. This is going to be a well-oiled machine, and you're not hiding behind any fucking box, Javion. Like, I can't Javion? find you. I can find you, Javion, every time, bro. Bro, this dude, they have to pick, like, that for an order, they have to do, like, 50 units an hour. This motherfucker's hitting, like, 30, and I've had to talk to him, like, several times. Like, hey, can you move faster than that 57-year-old woman that you work with that's currently kicking your fucking ass and walking around, grabbing stuff off a shelf and putting it in a box? Could you please do better than the lady that I know has a bad hip? Can you please, with your two hips, beat (laughs) sweet Julie with her bad hip? Can you please do that? Is this an Amazon warehouse? No. No, it's a different warehouse. That's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I've had this out. I've done that a couple times. I've told the lead, like, day one. He was like, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, how was your first day's working it? I was like, Javion's got to go. That dude's got to get out of here. And uh, and I keep... I I did, Chase is part of the fucking elite now, pulling down no, jobs. he's got to go. I told you. I told you what it is. He's got it. By the way, it's a fucking tip agency. They'll put him in another warehouse tomorrow. Not mine, though. You're getting the fuck out of here. If I have to, I'll say it again. If I have to be the lead of a fucking warehouse, it's going to run right, okay? Dude, this, uh, is, this is the most shocking heel turn I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm waiting on you to super kick me through the Zoom right now and quit comedy and just run a warehouse. Now that's what's going to happen. <laughs> And never Dude, see weed. <laughs> never do weeds again. Just don't weed. Just never. Yeah, you straight edge and you only work at Jesus. It's God, Jesus, and Toby Keith, you bitches. <laughs> That's it for me. So anyway, he was fucking off again after like two weeks of doing it and me pointing it out to Mike. Mike saw it and he goes, hey, what, did you tell Javion to be fucking off by those boxes over there? And so I sure didn't tell him to be fucking off by those boxes over there. And uh, he, he went to go cut him and tell him to get out of there. And I was like, please, Mike, 
please let me walk him to the door. Please, I want to walk oh, him to the door. God and, damn, uh, dude. And, you must not like this motherfucker, huh? Did, does it come across? Does it come across at all? all right. And so, uh, and so, yeah, he's gone. So he's gone. And so I just want you to know, uh, I'll take your livelihood. I'll straight up take your livelihood from you. That's where I'm at now. God damn. Right before this started, Chase told me if I didn't get my shit together, we weren't going to record anymore. So this is <laughs> Dude, not, I'm not surprised by this. If I have to lead a warehouse, my podcast will be perfect. <laughs> 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 oh, God damn it. Uh, I got into yeah. a fight at the car line the other day. The car line? Uh, oh, like to pick up? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, whenever I drop Zoe off at school, um, I got to sneeze. <sighs> we dusted and vacuumed and everything, and it's fucked me. Because the only weakness I have is one allergy to dust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I like to get in the car line uh, like almost an hour early because you get right up to the front. You could scoop right in, pick her up, and then I get to the neighborhood before the bus comes through. There's only one entrance and exit to our neighborhood, so if you're stuck behind a bus, you're fucked. This is big-time dad shit right here. This big dad (laughs) shit right here. (laughs) So I leave the house at 3 to pick her up when she gets out at 3.57. And the car line is like, it's the most beautiful ride. uh, I love living out here. It's uh, in the country, so like you're going down just, not dirt roads, but like just woods on the sides. And uh, there, you come, one of the parts, there's a four-way stop. And everybody is coming to the car line or going straight. Now, when the car line goes, uh, everybody knows that. You have to go around because it block. It takes like, you know, it's a big school. So it takes blocks, mm-hmm. occupies blocks of, the, of this country roads. So people have to drive down the other side. But there's a part where there's a four-way stop. And I pulled up. And I let the car right here go before me. And then the car across from me was just, I'm not going to wait all fucking day for you to turn. Uh, <laughs> while I'm turning, you can figure out if you're going to turn or not. So I waited. He didn't turn. I turned. And then, Chase, uh, we pulled up at the car line, parked the car. Henry's asleep in the back seat. And I see this dude pull up behind me. And I see his door open. And I see him getting out of his car. And I think, you better fucking not be coming over here. Because Henry's asleep, so I don't have to worry about him seeing me be a bad influence. You better not fucking walk over here. And then, bruh, this dude walked all the way to my car. And he went to knock on my window. And I rolled it down before he knocked at it. And I said, (laughs) do you want to fight? And he said, what? I said, do you want to fight? Because I'll get out. I'll take my shirt off. We can fight in the street right now. Do you want to fight me? And he goes, oh. I said, do you want a fist fight right now? And he said, I was, and I said, then get back in your fucking car. Get back in your fucking car. Get back. Get, go, go. Get back in your fucking car. Get. And he just like, go get. Got back in his car and then sat there for 45 minutes. Right by Right there. Just thinking. Just thinking that I made everybody. And look, there was a chance that he would have wanted to fight. But I gauged, I gauged my, I'm a, I'm a static, uh, what is it? I'm a stat- statistician. Statistician. Is that the word? Stat- statistician? St- uh, what is the word? Fuck. Uh, I, mean, I think ba- like you follow baseball? Yeah. Is it statistician? Yeah, but I just, so I, I, I feel unsure about it because I saw what you did. I was running the numbers and I was like, this dude probably isn't going to want to fight. And if he does, he looks like a weak little bitch. I'll break him in half like a wet pretzel. Get up here. Come on. Come get some, bro. <laughs> 
he went and got back in his car and look as uh I don't want to talk about me turning in front of you. There's nothing to talk about. If you want if you don't want to fight, get back in your fucking car cuz I there, there's not Oh, I yeah, turned I don't before know what that talk is. That really that hurt my feelings whenever you turned in front of right. me like that. I'm I sorry just, you said. I just you wish that you think about Not other it. people whenever you're driving. It would just be better for the road and the community. You know, in a car just, line I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're directly yeah. behind me in the car line, so you'll be picking up your kid right behind me anyway. So the same time. Get back in your the same seat. time. Get back in your seat. But I'll tell you, Chase, uh, I was fully prepared. I was like, I will fight this dude right here in the parking lot in this road. If that's what... I'll get out of his car and take my shirt off, and I'll gladly fight him. And then I realized that I had a whole bunch of pre-workout that day, and I was on mushrooms. So it probably wasn't the best day to fight somebody, so I'm glad that he went and got back in his fucking car like a scary little bitch. But he... <laughs> to watch him, to watch the attitude get he had walking mind. up, and then to see how quickly it was just like squashed down. I Look, Chase, I'm going to be as real as I can be on this podcast. I think sometimes... I test people because I'm a stay-at-home dad, so like I don't have a career to be like, hey, I've been working at this. I'm an assistant manager at this warehouse. I just fired some fucking idiot for not working. I don't got that. So I'm like, I made this four-eyed geek in the car line piss his pants to get back in his accord and hi. I got that. <laughs> I got that, bro. But there's always a chance that he would have fought. Like He probably is some kind of black belt, and I get fucked up, but it didn't happen. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not today, and I'm feeling good about tomorrow. Chase, do you want to talk about Dave Chappelle and then get out of here? Yeah, let's go ahead and get us canceled right quick. Uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm. <laughs> I guess I'm a bad person. I don't know. I uh, I I thought of it as like, man, look at this. Look at this comedian. Uh, telling telling comedies. Look at him up there telling comedies. And if you don't uh, know, people are very upset at uh, one comedian, uh, David Chappelle, for some jokes that he told in his latest special, Closer, on Netflix. You've watched the special. I've watched it a couple times. You've watched yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I cried for America right after right after it happened. I said, Dave, why did you do this to our sweet, sweet country? OK, no. I'll one, tell you what. <laughs> no one did these things until you said them, Dave. Dave, these weren't issues in the world until you came up here with your yuck yucks and you poisoned our society Dave. You poisoned it. The second that special was was done I thought to myself, I didn't say it out loud Chase, but I thought to myself huh, Nate Bergazzi never tried to turn me against trans people so (laughs) I watched the special, people are uh, upset at uh, his opinions about trans people uh, I don't agree with his opinions at all. Their opinions? Their opinions of and a person. And they're surprisingly pretty well thought out and uh, have yeah. some real, like, vali- it's not, like, ignorant. He's not He's not an ignorant person up there stating things. He's, uh, you know, he's, especially he's phrasing it from the standpoint of, like, he's a black man and he's watching how the LGBTQ community how they're advancing and things versus how black issues are being advanced. And he's going at it a lot of times from those angles. And me as a whitey, white, 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 white man, uh, really just, really should just shut the fuck up. Honestly, really should just, really should just not have huge opinions on it. And just let the people that, uh, you know, if you're trans and you feel like he overstepped, then please speak up and I'll listen to what you got to say. And, uh, you know, 
Otherwise, you know, you know, I don't, I don't really understand. I don't really understand why the why why the comedy man made everybody so mad. Why why did that um, happen? Chase, uh, I am also a, a white man who's like fifty five percent straight. So I'm not like maybe sixty. I'm not. I'm not the person he was talking about. So if if a trans person says that they feel this, then you yes yes that's you should listen to how they feel. But to hear other white <laughs> uh, straight non funny comedians say that like. Dave Chappelle is canceled. I'll never book him on my open mic that I run in Southern <laughs> Florida ever again. Yeah, Dave Chappelle's ruined. Um, There's a reason the, why every one of his specials is like the most watched thing on Netflix, by the way. Like, yeah. It's because he's great. And then because you guys do this every time. There's a month every discussion time. after, which by the way, shows how great he is, is because his words, like they clearly seem to matter. They like matter. Look, how far, yes. look how far they go. Like look how far... Like, that's how important he is to comedy, is that, like, something that he's saying here is being dissected on so many levels. Like, people who don't watch comedy, don't cover comedy, are writing articles right. about it, are, like, dissecting, like, what what being a comedian actually means and stuff like that. And that only happens for, like, the goat. That Dave only Chappelle. happens for goats. Yeah, that, that yeah. you know. But, yeah, I, I always, I mean, in a very, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm naive or maybe I'm ignorant or whatever, but, like, I, I always felt... Way. I always felt like whenever I watched, because I would say there's three specials where he really talks. He had a group of six specials come out over the last couple of years. I would say three of them he talked uh, about uh, trans people. And usually each special is like updating, like here's what happened after I talked about it on the last special. Here's what was said about me. Here's my response to it. He did it again on this one. I always felt like everything that he said, he he knew exactly what he was saying. And he said it for a purpose. And then he also a lot of times would back it up with uh, like, you know, here's my explanation. Here's what I'm seeing right. it from. Uh, you know, I, I, I felt like I, I don't know why. I don't know why such a genius feels like he needed to take three specials to talk about the trans community. I don't know why he needed to or whatever. Like I, he could have talked about anything. But I, I you know, I, I don't think. I don't know. I just, I just I think he's a comedian, and he 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 did a, he did funny stuff, and people should um, I don't know, take it I for don't, that. Uh, I'm a big opponent of uh, freedom, so if it doesn't like if it doesn't affect or harm another person, I don't care. Like it doesn't. Freedom of speech is very important. People should be allowed to say whatever they feel in their heart like uh, uh it would be so boring and homogenized if everything if every comedian talked about the same thing and the same mm -hmm. uh, i don't even know how like there can't it can't be such uh the trans movement and trans people is such a big part of pop culture in the modern world and society today there's no way that you could do a comedy special where you're talking about the world today and not mention it in whatever way. And whatever way you feel about it is how you feel about it. I don't agree with Dave Chappelle. I, I don't agree with what he said, but he's a comedian that said it and he had valid points. But also, I'm a white straight guy, so it doesn't, it's not, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's a because slippery I, I, slope. 
when you start uh, deciding who can say what. <laughs> yeah, true. You know That's what I mean? Um, like, I don't agree with what he said, but I agree that he had the right to say it. I didn't agree with Shane Gillis making the jokes that he made uh, a year ago or whatever about um, Chinese people. The, like, he got... But he's a comedian. Um, sometimes comics don't think through what they say. Uh, it's not something I would ever say. It, I, I mean, it wasn't a lecture. That's the other thing, too. He didn't, Dave Chappelle didn't go to UC Berkeley and start talking about why trans people shouldn't be able to further themselves or whatever. He sold tickets to a comedy show. He's he's never presented himself as anything other than a comedian. Uh, people went out and you, listened to what he had to say. It didn't play on anybody's TV automatically. Right. You went and I had to go it. find it on Netflix. I had, yeah. you know, the whole thing. You, what did you, I mean, what did you think? He's, He's always been a guy that that walked the edge whenever he talks about stuff, yeah, and that's always. what people like uh, about him. And people want yes. stuff like that, so I don't know. Yes. I mean, I look. I would have loved for him to have taken that time and turned it on something else, but that's oh, what Dave. Man. That's what Dave chose to spend three specials talking about for some reason. Uh, and yeah, I, maybe maybe I, just the, his I biggest wish. fault is that he should have you know shut the fuck up Moved about on. it. But yeah, I wish that he felt differently about the trans community again i'm a white guy so i don't understand his point and nobody mentions the articles that shit on it and stuff never once mentioned that his point wasn't uh just anti-trans it was comparing the progress that the trans movement has made against uh the black the black lives matter and black people right. advancing in society um th- it feels stupid to even be talking about it because yeah, I'm just a, no, a that's, that is, yeah. And he, uh, and he also like he, he did make it. He was, you know, I, I think the thing that like you sticks don't out have the to most, watch it. The thing that sticks out the most from those specials where he's trying to make his point about that is is that he says that he says that line about like why was Bruce Jenner able to become Caitlyn Jenner easier than for Cassius Clay to become Muhammad Ali? Like that was kind of his point. Was like you know what and. Man, that that says a lot. That's that really says a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's and that's a whole lot for me to unpack that I don't that I don't go yeah. through. Okay, I could change my name right now and my gender all right now, and I, I just get a lot of support. A lot of people would be telling me how great, and beautiful I am. Like, and I'll tell you, sometimes uh, people should shut the fuck up. Sometimes you should understand it's okay to say I don't have enough knowledge of this subject to even speak on it. Uh, so I'm just going to shut the fuck up about it. And that's how I feel. Um, I support any person that wants to be a human being. If you want whatever pronoun you want me to use, I will call you. I believe that people are what they believe they are as far as genders. Live in happiness and peace. That's all I care about. But uh, you can't... And hey, I hate to say it. I believe in peace, but... <laughs> it's just a slippery slope when you start telling people what they can and can't say. I, and the biggest thing is you didn't have to watch it. The people, a lot of people are watching it because they read these comments that he made these Dave Schmell right. hates trans people. So they're like, I'm going to go watch it. Well, you're going in with that mindset already. So you've already made your mind, you know? Also I- like... Man, you're just gonna keep putting money in his pocket, and yeah, Netflix is—they're just gonna give him another special. I know he says it's gonna be his yep. last one for a while, but they're gonna throw more money at him because look at how much money yep. it does. It's a big deal. Yep. Whenever and he look puts at, out we're a still talking about it. Yeah, you know what? While we're on the subject, 
Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. If I'm being honest, no. <laughs> it feels like it feels weird to defend. Also, uh, that is true because you know what? Why are you saying that? People are going at Dave like as if like what Louis and Bill did were like horrific things they did in real life to two people. people. We're complaining yeah. about what Dave Chappelle did in his comedy set. Yeah. Like what he does on stage, right. not like who he is as a person. And of course, there's the story of the the trust fund and everything he did for uh, that that person's family. They let open for him and the whole thing they talks yeah. about in the special. Like I, you know, I know he's done things for people and everything, but yeah, it, it's it, it's we're 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 making a big deal out of what somebody said in their comedy set, not what they did in their right. actual life. Uh, and, I, and we're blowing it up with the same with the same lens as what we the same energy. those. Yes. Those type things. Yeah. So And I have um, a I think my biggest issue is that a, a lot of comics are using this as a way to tell you who they are. Does that make sense? They're like Yeah. I don't like this special because that's not what I think. Blah 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 blah. And like if Dave Chappelle came to do your open mic and you're a real comedian in the actual world doing comedy, there's no way no matter what you post it on Facebook, you're not going to tell Dave Chappelle, no, you can't go up because one of your jokes on your Netflix special bothered me. But that's the energy that they're putting out, and that's what people are saying. It's just the unfunniest people in the world are, are on Twitter or Facebook explaining why Dave Chappelle's not funny, and I just, it's upsetting. But, Big old I don't shrug. know, we're two white guys. We're two I, I white think, guys talking about I think about to wrap like, this man. whole thing up, we said a bunch of stuff, but ultimately, shrug? That's kind of where we're at. Big old shrug. Don't really know. Don't really know. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. Instead of watching Dave Chappelle's uh, special, why don't you just watch an episode of Buckets and Duckets? We got 64 of them out there. We don't ever shit on trans people in our episode. We don't ever shit on trans people in any of our 64 episodes. Not one we, time. We shit, when we shit on people, we shit on individual, specific yep. people. I was screaming a man who lost his job like his name a minute ago. I, I was putting his name out there. Like that's who I was talking about. I wasn't talking about a group of people who generalized. I'm trying to fist fight all. a parent in a car line. I'm not worried. I'm not trying to attack trans right, rights. Look, we're we're all love here, okay? Like, look, hey, clearly, buckets and duckets. We ain't never we ain't never want no trouble. All right, buckets and duckets. Hurt nobody. <laughs> Unless you want trouble. You want trouble? If you want trouble, go around and find out. You want trouble? We got a fucking bucket load right back here. <laughs> Jace, I want to show you this drawing before we get out of here. Zoe right, brought this picture home the other day. Yep. And she's getting really good at art. Cute, um, cute, cute. Okay, this is me. This is Dada, and I'm holding a ball. If you're listening, tough shit. Go on YouTube and watch this. This is Michelle, and she's holding a flower. This is Zoe holding a ball, and Henry. Now, this scary, spooky figure that's peeking in from the corner over here <laughs> yeah. is a scientist. Oh. She said, a scientist is studying us to see why we're such a good family. Aww. And I was like, that's really sweet. I don't believe you. I think that's a ghost. I think you're haunted by a demon, but that's really sweet that you would say that. <sighs> uh, Chase... Josh. When are you coming back down to Louisiana? Thanksgiving. Uh, we're doing another North Shore comedy show, and I would like to book you to headline it. And I'm asking you on this podcast because now you can't say no. Ooh, I could probably do this whatever that Saturday is after Thanksgiving. I think well, I'll be there. 
We're gonna figure it out, and if Talk not, then you said you're coming home. Uh, nor, uh, so it, if you're listening to this and you want to come see me, I will be Lake Charles at the Crying Eagle Brewery, November nineteenth. Uh, tickets are on Eventbrite. Uh, I don't know how much they are, but that money goes directly into my pocket. <laughs> Atta boy, yeah, I got some stuff in November coming up too. I'll plug it later. Uh, I accidentally, I accidentally accepted a gig at a show that somebody stole from Travis. I didn't know. I didn't know it was. Oh no! <laughs> Travis did a show there one time. They didn't want to do it anymore, and then this uh, other comic came through and uh, convinced them to do a show again, and uh, like reached out to Travis and was like, "Want this help with it too?" Which the fucking nerve. And uh, Travis had been bitching to me about it and the whole thing, and I was like, "Yeah, that motherfucker, I can't believe it." And then a couple yeah, months later, did. yeah, a couple months later, he hit me up. Hey, you want to do this show? And I was like, "Yeah." I didn't even think about the name of the venue or anything like that. And I was like, "Yeah." And I, I go tell Travis, I'm like, "Hey, uh, Luke booked me for whatever the hell." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's my old room." And then I stared at him for a while, hoping that he would say it's okay. And uh, he eventually did. Uh, eventually, yeah. huh? eventually but it was it was tense i i did to be fair i didn't remember i didn't he thought that i performed travis thought that i performed on the show with him uh but i did not and i did not know the name of the venue or anything like that that's fair i uh, didn't put it together uh but Michelle i am betraying I, I am betraying one of my good friends yeah but you're betraying travis and not josh so it doesn't matter <laughs> i got it don't worry about it it's a it's out don't worry <laughs> about it uh michelle and i have been talking about me getting a. A little freedom to come to Seattle and hang out and do some shows and uh, spend some time up there. And Chase, I'm gonna tell you two things I want to see. I'm gonna steal that drawing of the creature from the Black Lagoon from Travis Nelson. I'm gonna put it in right here again because it is literally the funniest picture I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I want to go to a dispensary because they're not real. In my mind, it'll they be, don't. Exist. It'll be the first thing we do. In my mind, they don't exist. It's a prop. And then I want Travis to get me on shows that I couldn't get on if I didn't know people in Seattle that were professional comedians. Yeah, so, I mean, we got I'm, you. I'm coming up there, and I just... What's going to happen is I'm going to go to a dispensary and spend all my money and then just sleep on your apartment floor for two weeks. But whatever. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> all right. Uh, do these...